Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. Tonight, we are taking a break from our usual hot topics banter, and we are counting down a brand new top five list. This was something that all of you amazing soap fans had voted for Alan to do in a pot break soap uh, column. Uh, but like he said on Twitter, he decided to make it a bit of a group effort. So tonight we are counting down top five most idiotic soap characters. But before we hop into everything, let's check in on our co-host. Alan, how you doing, darling? Okay, I'm going to turn 35 on Saturday, so ugh, okay. I'm getting oh, old. shit. Woo! <laughs> Almost What's up your dad age. Are you going to celebrate <laughs> your 35th year of life with all the men in your life and flashbacks to Rome? And <laughs> No, I'm probably just going to have Thai food and just watch it. <laughs> Look. I have Thai food low, so I'm trying to try it for the first time. Oh, it's you'll love it. Um, if... Okay, do not get extra hot nothing. Yeah, no. They no, ask no. you if you want mild, you ask them for mild plus. Or maybe medium, but if you don't, don't kiss you no extra hot nothing, you, you're going to thank me later, okay? And don't leave your <laughs> doors unlocked, because if you hear the wind blow and all of a sudden me, Chaz, and Rodrigo and Tiggs appear in your living room, some shit going on. All righty. So anyway, let's get into it. Um, this is going to be a fun one, and I'm interested to see how these picks are justified. But Alan, let's kick things off. With I don't you. get no introduction or nothing. You ain't even say Oh, Chaz, oh, baby, I, just, I got so caught up in Alan and the beautiful 35th anniversary. I'm sorry, baby. I guess I missed one week and I'm already on the house. You see how you <laughs> yes. do? How you Y'all doing? Y'all not going to jail fan Phelps me on this podcast. Here we go. You know that right now. Chaz <laughs> Rao. Here we go. <laughs> Bit of an inside joke from our group chat. But Chaz, how you doing, honey? I'm great. Good to be back this week. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Whoopi. I'm glad to see that you're alive and well. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holding on. Yeah, holding on. Um, Alan, go ahead. Who you got at number five? <laughs> at number five, I have Amelia, Amelia Joffe, General Hospital. Remember this <laughs> character? She's played by Annie Wershing of 24 fame. And she came to town for revenge against Sam because Sam, the drifter, killed her father. And Amelia's brilliant plan was to make give Sam a TV show and make her famous and for her to be the producer of the show and then take it away. But she couldn't take it away because she was the producer of the show. It was the stupidest revenge plan in soap history. Oh, I'm going to give you a TV show. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh my God, I can't believe you pulled that out. You went back a little bit. That, wow. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, and poor Kelly Monaco with some of the storylines she's gotten. Oh, geez. Um, Jazz, what about you? Who comes in at number five? Oh, Lord, let me get this. <laughs> now, this one. He deserved to be on this list. <laughs> we got to go over to the Young and the Restless for Ripley Turner. Oh, Ripley wow. Turner, if y'all will remember him, was the obsessed guy that used to date Amanda. Or was it Hillary at the time? No, it was Amanda. I think no, it was Amanda. Hillary was dead by then. Amanda used to date them. They brought him on as the crazy stalker or whatever. 
long story short, the whole thing culminated at uh, Victor's party reveal for his 50th anniversary or something, where Ripley had got into his head that he hated this woman so much that he was going to kill her. The only problem is, is that he got Amanda confused, nah, chocolate black woman. He got confused for Victoria Dam Newman, a white woman, a pale white woman at that stabs Victoria instead of Amanda and runs out the place. And then there was like, they tried to explain it away. Like, well, they both had on white dresses. Have you seen what Amanda looks like? <laughs> and got her, got her confused with Victoria and stabbed Victoria instead. This was the stupidest thing I have seen on soap operas in a long time. And it belongs to Ripley. After that, he, they, I think they caught him. I can't remember. They did. They caught him or something. <laughs> caught him and put his ass in jail. It took and, and it happened off screen, no less. Yeah. It had, all of this, all of this shit happened off screen that they caught him. But all we knew, the lights went out, and the next thing we know, Victoria was looking down. She had on a white dress and she was bloody. And Amanda was like, I'm right here. Ain't nobody stabbed me. But the, I, night, but even the lights the, went out at Newman Towers. <laughs> that exactly. Stabbed an innocent white girl. <laughs> That was the stupidest thing I have seen in a long time. I was like, bro, you, you're not that blind. And you, let's even in the dark. He had no relation whatsoever to Amanda's mother, Rose Turner. No, it was just so stupid. I'm like, how is it Ripley Turner and no relation to Amanda's own sister's cousin? I, you know, because Rose Turner is all of a sudden, you know, Tosha's cousin. Like I think this was towards the end of Mal Young's tenure, and he needed to do, or it was getting towards. No, the that, end was of that. The that was the begin. That was one of the things Josh Griffiths did. That was oh all well, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder that was stupid shit because he had some badass storylines. That to me was one of the dumbest things that I have ever seen on soaps, and I've seen some dumb stuff happen. That I was like, oh, you stabbed the wrong person, and you can tell you stabbed. I could understand if it was like Lily or something like that. Not even Elena. Like, why wouldn't it have been Elena who Devon was with at the time? That would have been so much more dramatic. Yeah, like they. Oh, they wore a. Well, I'm about a white woman, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) They could have done a funny (laughs) thing, like, oh, you got this dress at at so and so at Fenmore's, just like I got the dress at Fenmore's. That would have been more interesting and more made more sense. Not this pale white woman against the black woman, and you're gonna stab and the wrong one. That was just stupid. And no shade to Amelia because she looks amazing, but Amelia is so skinny. They're in a curve on that woman. None. None. Ah. <laughs> it was dumb. It was just dumb. It was one of the, I, I, I looked at, I remembered that when I was writing the list, I was like, dang, I, I was having a hard time at first. But then I was like, okay, let me think about some of the stupid storylines. And then I was like, oh, Ripley, you got to be put on here. And I'm mad that they, because um, the actor, was it Christian Keys, I think, was, who played him? I can't remember. Yeah, Anyways, he was great. he's a really good actor. And it, it, it's made him stupid for them to use him for like two months. And then, and you know. Grey's Anatomy. And he was fabulous on that show. And now he's booking primetime stuff like left and right. Like. Yeah. He, yeah. They didn't use him right. But that, that's YNR's problem. But we'll talk about that on another day. Anyway, number five, Ripley Turner, Young and Restless from me. Yeah. Um, I've got 
a lot of young and restless characters on my list too that I'll get to later. Uh, but coming in at number five for me is Ethan Crane from Passions. <laughs> I did not watch that show, so I can't even. He's so stupid, Chaz. He's a dumbest. He was so <laughs> freaking dumb. First of all, Gwen tried to kill Teresa 50, 11 times. And every time he was like, oh, Teresa, I'll find out who hurt you. Teresa had beef with one person, Ethan. It was Gwen. And then... Um, also, like, Gwen never knowing that, like, um, I mean, Ethan never knowing that Gwen and Rebecca, uh, you know, had that stupid plot that they were the ones who released his paternity to the press. And, like, they, those bitches didn't get caught for seven years because he was always like, oh, my God, I don't know who would do this. I mean, maybe the woman who, you know, you broke her heart multiple times and, and then, I don't know. Ethan just looked dumb. Have you ever saw a soap character and you're like, they just look dumb? Both <laughs> Ethan's. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I got one young wrestlers when I saw him like. I Schultz, I'm sorry. Like um, just, Dylan McAvoy. But I'm ah, you know what? They were very similar. Um, <laughs> because every time a crime was committed against them or Anytime something wrong was due, they could never figure it out. And Ethan fell for a stalker. Oh my! Teresa was a live movie stalker and a soap heroin packaging. That's what she was. She was nuts. Oh my god! Yeah, like when she was in that tacky maid's uniform at the beginning of the show, uh, like its first year, and she was like, "I'm gonna stalk Ethan Crane, and he'll never know it's me." It's like she didn't change her voice. All she did was wear some dime store wig and glasses and for two months, that man had no idea that she wasn't no hired cleaning lady. And only <laughs> only one. And what made it worse is Teresa's mother was their maid. I, how did you not know Pilar's daughter was up in there stalking you? Oh, Ethan Crane, you're so stupid. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, Alan, let's go back to you, my dear. Who comes in at number four on your list? Number four, I have Rick Powers, When I to Live. How <laughs> can a porn producer have to blackmail people to perform in his porns? There are holes that are reasonably priced out there. They're willing to be in porno showing their holes. You don't need to blackmail people who want to be in porn. It's stupid. Jean, I say, oh, I'll tell you who your brother is if you just fuck this white guy. And she did. And it played in front of the whole town at that fucking premiere. Hold a diploma. That was stupid fucking too. Because porn people don't need to show a porno at a premiere. People are going to watch the porno anyway. Oh my God. One of my favorite. And I brought this up. On what podcast, what top five were we doing where I brought Ross more stories. Yes. And all I remember, and I brought this up in that podcast, but Dorian Lord going, oh my word. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Dorian Lord, this nice white lady <laughs> does not want to watch this at no David Bickle's movie premiere. <laughs> he was blackmailing for hitting Matthew. That's why he was in the porno. Yeah. So. Oh my God. And that's he was blackmailing people well, to be in a, they had, he was blackmailing yes. people to be in a porn. You know who he <laughs> reminded me of? He reminded me of a lot. He was just as stupid as when 
Alice came back on YNR to run that ring with Zach, um, the sex ring. It's like, oh, I blocked that from my bad memory. Like, you know, Alice couldn't even fathom that she would ever get caught, but she would let Crystal run wild all over Genoa City. Crystal was showing up at the GCAC for lunch without Alice even tailing her. I'm like, seriously, really? And then, you know, with Rick on One Life, like Alan said, it's like he was blackmailing people left and right to star in his movie. I'm like, if you don't go down there to the AshlandMadison.com auditions and get somebody, stay out of land. <laughs> There's no people who are willing to do porn. You don't need to blackmail people. It's stupid. Exactly. Shoot, he could have hired you, Alan. He didn't need to blackmail you. Ooh. I'm not showing a hole for a lot cheap as he's probably willing to probably if he's black people going to be poor it'd probably be very low pay. <laughs> I don't Tonight know how much stars make, but I can't imagine it's a lot of money. Tonight on a special episode of the chat, we discuss pay discrepancy in adult films. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably at that time it was a low, but you know, nowadays, you know, they got websites that you can, you know. Make a lot of money with. I hear. I hear. I ain't doing the money. We are not having this discussion. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) If you buy the buying houses on OnlyFans money. I just realized I'm the reason why we always get off topic. (laughs) I can't believe you've been with the show for two seasons almost. I can't believe you. It's me. I'm the one that throws us off. I'm okay. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. Why are you acting like when Phyllis broke up with Jack? It's not you, it's me. <laughs> the first time or the second? I can't remember that. The 53rd. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Chaz, back to you, sweetheart. Number four on your list. I'm looking at this list and I'm, I'm get, I feel bad because I got like three black people on here. Y'all need to stop writing black people as being stupid. My number <laughs> is this because Crystal couldn't read? <laughs> no, 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 no. She was a stupid character, but the ones that I mentioned there are just dope. Like okay. number five, he was black. Number four, it's a tie. I they both coming from the bold and the beautiful, and it's Carter and <laughs> Justin. Carter, don't give him no type of paperwork to file nowhere for nobody. Don't let him run your lotto at the damn liquor store. Carter <laughs> is going to mess it up. He is dumb. He, he has done this multiple times on the show. Oh, I forgot to file the paperwork for this. Oh, this wasn't notarized properly. Oh, I forgot to scan this. There's been a litany. They keep making that boy look stupid on that show. He is dumb for him to be a lawyer. Every wedding in the past five years, except like Rick and Maya's, I think, like, mm-hmm. as I'm thinking back, it's like, everybody, like, even- And I they think, always blame it on him. They always blame it on him. I think even Brooke and Ridge's marriage in like 2018 or something, the papers weren't even filed on that correctly, I thought. Like, didn't they have nope. to do this whole plot where they were like, and we'll do a recommitment ceremony, Ridge, you have to commit- yep. Yeah, yep. I'm like it is because Tara was in charge of it. It's just stupid stuff. And then I gotta go the, the other ties, Justin. I don't know what that got into Justin to make him think that Bill was going to put him in charge 
of a company that he worked at when he got three sons. It was a dumbass storyline for Justin to go kidnap Thomas and put him in that damn cage, all for it to end and him to lose everything in the end. And we ain't seen hide no hair of him since. since He tried to, uh, wasn't he trying to spy on Carter? And, and and put give information back to Bassa. That storyline bullshit. You pop up in the you pop up in the theme song today. I'm like, boy, what you doing up in the theme song? Getting your last check? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we ain't seen Justin in months, and so we ain't gonna see him again if they now bring see, him back. If, if Y and R was smart, since they're unfortunately doing this whole Chancellor Hamilton merger bullshit, would, don't talk about Devon that. and Lily would call up their family member. Just mm-hmm. and bring him and to bring him on yeah. and bring him into town. That would be a great idea. He's got the experience. Or, um, special communication, special publications would fit perfectly into um his experience there would fit perfectly into the company that they're doing. And we would have somebody that's not boring on the show because I'm sorry. Well, that's another case. I'm not gonna get into that. No, go ahead. But um, no, I'm just I, they they write, they write. Devon and Elena and Nate and um, Amanda as the it's like three's company with what I literally one. thought I literally thought and I made this joke on Twitter I literally thought I was watching season one in Melrose Place yesterday before it got good because yeah, Devon was like oh Nate welcome to the building I'm like when did Devon become Michael Mancini and then became Billy Campbell like they they Justin fuck Diane oh that'll oh, be no. something that interesting Good. Oh, the, the thing about it is plowing that into her and he's like, think of the buildings, Diane. Yes. <laughs> shady. Um, but no, they, they don't know what to do with them. You can tell it's evident on the show. But anyway, Carter and Justin, they are tied for number four on the Bold and Beautiful as stupid <laughs> characters on that show. And Bold's got is gonna re- emerge on my list a little later. Um, because they they got probably 60% of this list today. My number one, just, actually, my number one comes from D&D, but I won't reveal yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are my two choices for number four, Carter and Justin. Good. Well, you know, God, they have to share a slot, considering they're the only two Black men ever on that show. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I feel bad. I'm like, damn, I'm picking all these Black people to be on this list, but, you know. Oh, well, I forgot about yeah. Zenday Light. I forgot about Stevia Zenday, so. Uh, is this stupid? Nah, he oh, he is so just... stupid. Are you kidding me? After all that shit he pulled with Nicole and Sasha, Zenday is so stupid. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't even think... Look, my version of Zenday that I think about is Ron Flynn's Zenday. And it yeah, hasn't been a Zenday that's the one left. who was Nicole and Sasha. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was. I forgot about that. Damn, that's an honorable mention. Okay, I'll come back. I'll never forget when he said to Nicole, he was like, I'm just so vulnerable towards her. Vulnerable. Like, <laughs> I'm so vulnerable. That's how you know. <laughs> we don't talk like that. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so vulnerable. Nobody talks like that. It's like, <laughs> except so Jack vulnerable. Abbott, and he's 75. So I'm so vulnerable. I said to one of my friends, they'd be like, what? Anyway, you um, <laughs> look, you'll be like Steve Martin and bring it down the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mama, no. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my god, I knew you were gonna sing that. Um, oh, that's so, if y'all have not watched Bringing Down the House, please, ma'am, please, sir, watch please Bringing Down the House. It is hilarious, and you don't have to feel bad when you laugh at it because I no, laugh at don't. it all. Uh, yeah. And it's on anyway. Hulu now, so it's like go ahead and watch it on the. Hulu. It's a problematic, problematic fave, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it is very problematic. It, it is. It is. Yeah. It's absolutely hilarious, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I died in that scene, but anyway. Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, coming in at number four for me comes from B and B Sister Soap Winar. He's one of my favorite characters, but he is so fucking stupid. And that is Jack Ass Abbott. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. You guys are. That is a good one. I don't even have to explain it, but I'm going to. There are two specific plots that come to mind. One was when Jack was still being played by Terry Lester. And um, it was when Diane first came on, actually. And well, you were taking that back, man. Oh, That's yes, Alex Donnelly, 1981. So Diane wanted to become the head model at Chabot. Um, and Jack thought that the only way she would want that position is by sleeping with him. So they began an affair while Jack was promising to marry Patty Williams, who at the time I believe was played by Lily Beth Stern. I don't think she was played by Andrea Evans yet. And so anyway, Jack and Diane sleep together. And then he thinks, oh yeah, she's not going to go crazy. She's not going to do anything if I pull the rug out from under her and hand the lead model job to Julia Newman. So anyway, he does that. Patty is still none the wiser. And so because of that, Jack agrees to marry Patty to try and get the president position at Chabot to show his father he's grown up. So Diane actually leaves Jack alone for a while um, because she was preparing to go to Europe at the time, I believe. And so anyway, Jack, you know, is calming down. Patty will never know about the affair, blah, blah, blah. He'll get married. Guess what Jack decides to do on his freaking wedding day is sleep with Diane again. So then this causes Ashley to pull him out of bed, force Jack to wash himself off so he can go walk down the aisle, the pad cake, which of course Patty found out. And that's, and this is so stupid too, because Patty's like holding a gun to Jack. And instead of pleading for his life, he's like, no, go ahead, shoot me, Patty. It's okay, I'll take the bullet. And so she does that. Um, so that's plot number one. Plot number two is when Jack was with uh, Emily Peterson, and Emily's face was stolen by Patty Williams. And oh, shit. I remember that storyline. I do too. And I actually, I loved this storyline. Actually, it's one of the rare doppelganger storylines I actually fell in love with. Um, but anyway, Patty is obsessed with cats, of course. We know this, right? <laughs> so a week before the masquerade ball at the Genoa City Athletic Club, Jack mentions to Ashley, he's like, oh, Emily's been acting so weird lately. She's really had these bouts where she's not feeling well. She's gone from the house a lot. And Ashley's like, oh, Jackie, I'm sure it's just pre-wedding jitters a month from now. So anyway, Jack is like, oh, I hope you're right, Ash. So then the masquerade ball happens, right? Patty, who's obsessed with cats, which Jack knows, decides that her mask is going to be a cat mask. 
none the wiser to question why his beloved blushing soon-to-be bride, Emily Peterson, is all of a sudden obsessed with cats. So what does Jack do? Jack hires, well, not hires, because <laughs> that sounds so stupid. Jack buys a cat from the pet supply store like a month later, and he's like, oh, Mr. Kitty, you're going to do some sniffing around for me. Oh, Jesus, the morning. And I'm like, Jack, you are still 40 years later so stupid over some actual kitty cat on a lady that you can't ever smell these plots from a mile away. Same thing with sleeping with Billy. Even, I'm like, Jack, how many times have you been cheated on and how many times have you cheated on everybody else? You didn't know Phyllis was banging your brother? Like, uh, they were, they were almost like, you know, they would be seen together talking to each other at the entrance to the athletic club. And Jack would be like, what's going on here, Phyllis? Mm-hmm. Oh, Billy just- Jack has a history of being stupid. Billy just wants to pick out a new sofa for us for your birthday. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and I love Jack, but he is so freaking stupid all the time. Anyway, I rest my case. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we ain't got nothing else to say about that. You told the whole story. Hell, I didn't even know. I don't even know how you know half of these damn stories, like from 1982. I'm like, damn, man, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) He knows your history. If anybody needs to know anything, at Casey Hutch, he's going to get you together. And, you know, if y'all go on my Twitter, a few weeks ago, I posted the clip of Patty finding out about Jack's affair because she saw Jack and Diane banging each other to the song Jack and Diane. <laughs> so <laughs> go look at it if you got the time. It's some classic Windar. I think that clip was from 1982. Um, so yeah, go watch. Bring Patty back. I know she's oh, hiding is busy, totally... so let's just recast. Well, well you know, uh, uh, yeah, she's on days right now. Is she still over yeah. there? She's recurring, so I don't... it has to be scheduling if they can bring her back or not. So, well, there's plenty of over 50 actresses could play Patty. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, who would make a good Patty? Um, uh, Thorson K's wife. What's her name? Who's Thorson K's wife? Oh, yes, Uh, oh, uh, Susan Haskell. Oh my yeah, God, she'd be a good Patty. She would be. Oh my God, she would be kick-ass as Patty. Are you kidding? Oh, I would be there for that. Oh, Alan, you got my blood pressure up. You, no, you know, oh, you made, made it happy with that one. Well, right, Patty I, need to come back. And she, I mean, that would be a good. If, if they're not going to bring back Sheila, which I don't think they will, but it'd be good if they did. They need somebody crazy on that show right now because well, it, it's it's getting better. But it's but I can tell the days. I only care about the days when Diane is on. To be honest with you, they're really the they're days, and so. Yeah, they're tr- you could tell that there somebody said something to Josh's ass was like, show shit together, your show is boring. So he, he had to do something because they couldn't continue how they it worked. Put, it look, I bet, on, I bet in the corporate office, that head of daytime they got now that unfortunately replaced by Angelica McDaniel, I bet she went on Soap Central and compiled a list of the 25 most shocking characters on the show ever that have died. She's like, oh, look, you gonna pull the name out this hat, and I don't care if it's David Kimball. Get these ratings up. <laughs> you know what? I'm not mad at the David Kimball thing because I thought about this. 
I said, David Kimball coming back, he has to be recast, unfortunately, because I think Michael Corbett is cast. But if David Kimball could come back, we never saw a body. We never saw a body of David Kimball. All we saw was blood. So that could have been anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would say he had a kid with Diane Weston. Yeah, that would be a good idea, too. And he would come back and mess the whole mess stuff up and be after Nina and them. You have to bring back, you would have to bring back Trisha Cast. Yeah, bring back Trisha. Um, because here's could be after chance. That would be so good. He could be after chance. He could be gaslighting him with his PTSD. And then Mm. the guy could have an affair with Abby to get back at chance to try and steal, you know. Shoot, redo the story. This time it would be baby Dominic's inheritance. You know, that's been mm. promised to him. And when it was, you know, baby Chance's inheritance that David mm. Or maybe he already knew Chance when Chance was doing whatever he was doing when he was off screen. Mm-hmm. And he brings him on and be like, oh, hey, you're my friend. This is so and so and such and such. He could and have hired those guys. Together. He could have hired those guys overseas to do the explosion. Mm-hmm. That's the... That's a good. We need to. You need to stop giving all these story ideas. And, and like Josh, listen anyway, because they need to pay us. Right, I stuff. gotta save these up for when we all write the fiftieth anniversary. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody gotta do it. <laughs> that's a Ron Calabardi story right there, though. You know that's some shit he would do. Um, that would be good, though. I'd watch the hell out of that. Me too. Can you imagine him? Oh, that would be amazing. Um. Alrighty, so next up, Alan, throwing it back to you, uh, number three. Go ahead. And number three, I let dumb slut Brady Black Days of Our Lives. Not a dumb He's slut. a dumb slut. He is. This viewer woman with a personality disorder, Brady wants to raw dog you. <laughs> Doesn't matter who, if you're a woman with a personality disorder, he wants to go in on you. Oh, my God. Because oh my the Lord. long list is long. Nicole... Kirsten, freaking Teresa. Yeah, he's obsessed with women who are damaged. He's constantly getting engaged. And Kirsten terrorized his parents. Marlene technically is his biological mother, but she raised him. And he still had a baby with her. Of course, they was conceived while Kirsten was wearing a Nicole mask, but still. He believed he believed Kristen didn't rape his brother, even though he had the video proof right in front of his face at the church. Yeah, the rape tape. And he still got with her after that. Raped his brother, still got with her. He is an idiot. Oh, Brady Black. And he been an idiot. I mean, that ain't nothing new from Eric Martzoff. Like, Brady always been an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> even back, like, remember... Kyle Lauda used to talk to Marlena when he hated Marlena as like a teenage Brady. He'd be like, I don't like you, Marlena. He would roll his neck like he was Ooh, strong Jones. Kyle Lauda was, oh my God, that is, I remember when he was, wasn't he uh, Rick? He was Rick Forrester. Ooh, yeah, it was all about Rick. Wow. I cannot believe it. <laughs> Did anybody do a screen test for this man? Because <laughs> He could not I, I don't act. like that man, but that's a different story for another podcast. Because <laughs> there is a story. Oh, he, he was thinking up on beautiful. I remember they got in the fight. I think he was one of the people that threw Ridge off the balcony. 
Well, oh, it somebody was, fell yeah, off it was Rick Ridge. Rick Ridge. No, yeah. 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 Jesus. It I made, remember that. I was like, that was one of the times I was like, why am I watching this show? <laughs> That's when B and B was making the soup like every week. Like, remember, like they were on there for Taylor and Brooks catfight. They were on there for like when Hope tried to speak Italian, like in, when they were on location. I'm like, leave the horse wedding. Oh my lord, yes. B and B used to make it to the soup every damn week. B and B and One Life to Live. One Life to Live was on there quite frequently too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, woo, y'all done made it, baby. You done made it. Oh lord, not made it in a good way. <laughs> right. Um. Chaz, darling, what about number three? We are number three? All right. (laughs) Number three, we got to go back in time for a little bit. Ooh, okay. To the young and the restless. Uh Uh-huh. His name is Dr. Tim Reed. (laughs) Dr. Reed. Oh, justice (laughs) for Tim Reed in the rug. Oh, my Jesus. This man was the stupidest psychiatrist I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. Like, you, you literally... Let, you had a whole career. You met <laughs> Sheila Carter, and your whole career was done. She started, you started doing stuff for her. She blackmailed your ass. I, I can't remember. I think he, she helped him, her, her cover up, killing Sasha. There were, oh no, wait, that wasn't Sheila. That was Philip. But no, yeah, know. Tim was involved in that, though, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was. He, yeah, so like he was involved with was he involved with Phyllis or Sheila? I can't remember. He was involved with Phyllis. Um, but yes, then yes, yes, he yes. also got involved with Morgan DeWitt on BMW. That's right. Okay, it was one or two. Anyway, you let this woman came over and just ruin your entire life. She plays you like a fiddle. Everything she she asked you to do, you did, and it was a complete and total mess. And he just listened to her. She led that man around. Didn't she um, used to give him lap dances in his office? Yep, yep. And he would yeah. be with his glasses fogging up with his, yes, with his little. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Phyllis! This is so inappropriate, Phyllis. I'm like, you don't get your ass off. <laughs> she just really Not messed up his me. entire life, Not and wrong. you know, yeah, he was, he was, it was a mess. So. Dr. Tim Reed, you are a stupid character because you listen to everything that girl told you. It's like, you know, shout shout out to uh, Aaron Lustig, you know, baby, good morning to you and nobody else. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he made me. He didn't do nothing but laugh. He just, he was so funny to me, like, because I was like, the way that he played it, 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 he knew that he was in trouble. You know, yeah. but he couldn't do anything about it because she would come in there and wear that nice little tight red dress. And he, oh, yeah. He wouldn't be able to do a damn thing like, about it. How many it, red and black like... dresses does Phyllis have? Because remember, Michelle Stafford only wore red and black dresses for like five years. Like, Yep, that's all she wore. Like, I, like even when Phyllis was in the swimming pool at the Barbados Hotel, stocking Polly Cricket, I thought she was going to wear a fucking black dress in the pool swimming around. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, the, I mean, that's all she did. But yeah, Dr. Tim Reed, man, you were stupid. Sorry, buddy. I was so sad when he died, though. And notice, though, mm-hmm. like, Kevin helped Phyllis cover that up, and nobody's ever discovered that. Like, Mm-mm. nobody ever. Phyllis had got away with a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yes. You know, she got away with a whole lot. She got away for years for running down uh, Paul and Cricket. And she still the, has uh, Ford Explorer. 
the judge or dropped Torres, the rather. So yep, yeah, just, they dropped the case. That was a rewrite from hell well, because be she was about to go to prison for that, and then they switched writers, yep, and then they canned that storyline. And that was like I, the one good story on Y&R at that time. Like, mm -hmm. but my thing, well, it had some holes in it, which I didn't mind because at the time that happened like 18 years ago. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, who cares? Because Phyllis actually did not rent that car with the credit card. She used cash, but you know, the cricket finds a credit card. So, okay, whatever. I can believe. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, I, I think it was still a big thing because at that time she was going at it. They were them two was going at it, and that was the reason why that Paul and Cricket wasn't able to have kids because Phyllis, when she Phyllis ran them over, she made them sterile. She hit so that junk. She blamed them. <laughs> yep, she he hit that head on, trying to push Cricket ass out the way. He hit the head head on. <laughs> yep, yep, and that's and so she they were going at it at the time. So. You know, I didn't mind it at the time, but you know, yeah, it was definitely a one of Phyllis has gotten away with a whole and lot then, of shit. Cricket, they finally get their baby in their sixties, and Cricket gets run down again. <laughs> I forgot who ran her over, Nikki. Nikki, well, to, it was Neil and Nikki because Neil was driving drunk. Nikki grabbed because oh, yeah, 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 he was yeah, about yeah, to yeah. hit okay. Christine, and the car hit Christine anyway. Um, yeah. That was some of the best material Laura Lee Bell ever got on the show. Um, yep. You know, Otherwise, that girl, oh man. I never liked it was the fan of Cricket. I thought she was boring. But <gasps> she she did. She, I, yes, I said it. Sorry. She was, she was, they played her too much. During that time period, during the early 90s to mid 90s, she was on damn near every damn day. We gotta look about it. Right. We know why. But she was on a lot and so it's just like you got and and i think this was especially in the mid 90s when they were doing the sexual harassment or it was in 93 94 somewhere around in there 94. when they were doing so she was on almost every day and we was like all right girl well even <laughs> she was on quite a lot throughout even like the early 2000s too because like she christine was involved in all of the grace turner cassie stuff she was involved mm -hmm. um you know, Christine's been played a lot. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, look who her daddy is, though. But, right. and, you know, here's the thing, though. I mean, she's a great actress. You know, at least Bill Bell had a daughter who could act, unlike Aaron Spelling, you know? So, <laughs> at least. <laughs> you leave my Tory Spelling alone. Well, she needs to leave them fellows alone. She needs Pretty to leave well, Lifetime yeah. alone and stop making the TV shows. <laughs> she tries. She tries. Hey, a check is a check, baby. She's trying to get that money. Tori anyway. Spelling at the Gong Show, as Jamie Giddens used to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but yeah, that's my number three. Talk to Tim Reed. Rest in peace, sir. Pour one out for the homie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, coming in at number three for me, it's also somebody from The Young and the Restless. And it is Jack's um, on again, off again stepson, Nick Newman. What? Aww. What an idiot! <laughs> the beautiful like, dummy. I like Nick. He was only stupid when he was walking around wearing mm. that stupid ass mask. Sharon, Sharon, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I got Grace all wet. Sharon. Um, and then, oh, that's number one. That's strike one. 
strike two where else Nick was stupid is when Sharon switched the paternity test to make it look like Summer was Jax. I'm like, first of all, why wouldn't Nick get his own paternity test? Second of all, like he's just one and done, ready to give up his daughter. Second of all, Sharon would be like, Nick, I have to tell you something, something about Summer. Sharon, what is it? What do you need to tell me? Something, something that I don't know. Sharon, <laughs> what, what is this acting you doing? <laughs> That's Joshua Morrow because you know he don't know how to act until cast it at, uh, as Tiggs says, because that's true. Um, that is so true, though. He did not learn how to act until did not that know. girl passed away. In that his day. ass beat by Matt Clark. That's another stupid strike against him. Well, that the Matt Clark, he was dumb during the Matt Clark situation when they was trying to frame his ass for murder. Oh my god, I'm like, yeah. getting out of that mess. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Okay, so strike number four was when he thought he could set up his megalomaniac billionaire father for the Tuvia care. Oh, yeah. That's right. How do you think your daddy was never going to find out that you were the one who turned him in to the feds? Like, Victor Victor was like, I know who turned me in to the feds. And Nick was like, who, dad? Who? It's like, really, Nicholas? Okay. So final strike. Final strike was a recent storyline under Chuck Pratt. So God help you. But it was Sandy Anderson and the whole retcon diving Olympic incident. So... Nick was so stupid. Oh shit! I hated that yeah. damn storyline. I'm like, Nick oh, was so stupid. That. Apparently, that he did not recognize Sandy at all, <laughs> and so Sandy's doing all these no good Nick things to Sage. She's gaslighting Sage. She's giving supposed alleged dead Christian to Sharon, and Nick's in the middle of it. So Nick's wife is trying to tell him she's making me go crazy. She knows you from your past, and Nick is like. Oh, I think you need to go to Fairview. I'm sorry, Paprika. I'm so sorry. I, I have I have blocked that entire phase of the Young and the Restless out <laughs> of my mind because it was dreadful. I forgot about that damn girl of the retcon thing that never happened. That, <laughs> that that said he tried to cover it up and she hit her head and died and it died. Oh, it was bad. I, I blocked it out of my mind because it was atrocious. Oh, and then also, okay, strike number six, and then we'll move on. So Victoria's wedding day to Ryan, you know, the one where Ryan sadly died because Trisha shot him. Um, mm-hmm. Nick, like Victor, like Victor had it handled. Like he could have gotten everybody out of that situation. And Trisha's like, I want you all to be quiet. Like, shut up. And Victor says, he says, you need to go be with your kids. You need to also get the love of your life out of here. Take Sharon and leave. What does Nick say at the top of his lungs? Dad, I want to stay and fight. I want to help against this crazy woman. Nick, you going to get everybody glocked up up in there because you acting a fool. She was only pointing a gun. You know, Victoria was stupid that day, too. Because yeah, she did get Ryan was, killed. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she should have kept her ass out where Victor told her. And here she come walking the back way. Oh, I remember that damn scene. She coming Why through. Why are you in here? She got a gun. 
Yeah. She got right. Victoria did get Ryan killed that day. So you know what? Nick can have five and a half strikes. He can share half of that last strike with Victoria. Um, yeah, because she was stupid that day. Like if somebody got a gun and they pointed at Ryan and pointed at you, Nick didn't have a damn thing to do with it. Take your ass out there to your kids that's played that limo. It cracks me up though, because Catherine is 85 years old at the time and she and Nick get dark for that though. Catherine took her <laughs> an Olympic track star, like huffing and chucking. Like Victor said, Catherine, you can leave. And she's like, Oh my dear God in heaven. She got on her moped <laughs> and exited that church in a hot minute. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> One thing about that scene that I just chuckled at was Neil's unrealistic self. Oh my God. I'm standing up here. Neil was like, Neil didn't have nothing to do with this. When he stayed, oh, no, I'm going to stay here, Ryan. Neil, take your dumb ass out the back door. Neil's been good. raised on the streets. And Neil was like, oh, yes, I, I want to help you, bro. I, <laughs> no, you know, I ain't taking no bullet for your ass. She's crazy. We'll call the ambulance. The bullet. <laughs> Five foot one Scott Reeds. I'm not taking a bullet for you. <laughs> exactly. We caught we go call the ambulance if she shoots you. Sorry. The ambulance. You know. <laughs> what we gonna do? Shit, I, take no I like no you got you. kids. You got a family. <laughs> a whole family. You know, even though one of them ain't said that mad. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but we gonna shut up about. Oh my God, I'm Lily. Stop it. They're going to send me mess- hate messages like they always do. Leave her alone. We love her. She's been on the show for 48 years. Anyway. I know. Look, Crystal Kalia, one of the longest take you get. They're like, Crystal Kalia celebrates her 35th anniversary with mine. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she's been on that a long time. She at least she had, I think she at least had 20 years, ain't she? Got to be. Been there. Yeah. You know what? It is, I think it's going to be 20 next year. Yeah. Well, last okay, year she left and Davina Sherwood played the role much better. Oh my God, yeah. Ellen, this is Crystal and I'm not counting that, okay? I don't know who came back from, what was it, Italy, wherever she went. I don't know whose kid came back. I think that kid got switched at birth because that wasn't none of Drew Silla and Neil's uh, uh, daughter. That's all, that's all I knew. And oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alan. Let's go to your next pack. <laughs> Number two. Lola Rosales, Young and Restless. Oh, person. That dumb bitch fumbled the bag. Literally. Yes. Yeah, literally. Dumbing a man over literally. a bag is such stupidity. When you nail a rich, hot guy, you should be all over him, making him think he sees his hopes and futures in your pussy. And he just is a shrew oh to him all the time. <laughs> Borderline emotionally abusive to the point that he ran running back to his pretty much toxic relationship with Summer. And now she's all alone in Miami. Probably making empanadas, dumb bitch. Remember, like, I swear the only Mexican word that they knew food wise on that white writing team on that show was empanadas because yeah. that's all society <laughs> serves. They're like, do you want to try uh, Lola's dessert chocolate surprise empanadas after we eat the spinach and shrimp empanadas? Because <laughs> they're all white. Except that's how they had her doing it. That damn kitchen was making empanadas. That's but I wanted her to that's do That's all they sell? Oh, that's and then she becomes, she becomes friends with the woman who stole her husband. It just showed that they did not understand how to write for. I wanted. I wanted Lola to stab Summer with the knife that Summer gave her. I wanted Lola to say, "Bitch, I'm gonna roll up and 
take another body part from you. Slice the nuts. It's just, it, it almost felt like they just weren't, they weren't, they should have went further with the character, make them more interesting instead of just sitting around making, and I was in the kitchen all day. They had the talent. She could act. The girl could act. Oh, she obviously could act the kids. She's amazing, but you know, they didn't know what they were doing. And then fucking, so. you don't like so- so- Lola at first. And, and Sasha Kelly was talented. She's bigger than she's out here, Supergirl now. So, and yeah. it's for the best that she's gone. I loved Lola. Um, I thought she was a great character. I thought the dynamic between she and Mia was so good. You know, like when Mia pushed her into the freezing Abbott pool like the last time we saw an avid pool i was like oh damn they drug out a pool set um you know so that was good and then purse gain i was like oh god okay fine i like the character enough i'll stay a little bit past this but then the breaking point for me was her becoming friends with summer the woman who stole her husband and i'm more of a kyle and summer fan but still summer stole your husband you should not be happy about well, we, we're okay. We good. We friends now. No, I ain't friends with you. Go on from well. Period. Um, Jazz, what about you, dear? Number two? A piece of paper. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, we got to go back over to the boat and the beautiful for a little bit. And we're going to go to a particular scene where this individual spied on another individual thinking that this individual, that his wife was cheating on him with an individual. Lo and behold, the individual is Thomas and he is kissing a damn mannequin. The character is Liam Spencer. He is the stupidest character on The Bold and the Beautiful (laughs) currently. I had I when I I think I made a video about this on Twitter when I saw it. Oh my God, Chaz, I, I used to love your videos. <laughs> hollered. I said, Liam, you think that Thomas and your <laughs> wife Hope is cheating on you, even though he kissing the doll, and your ass closed the door and run away, <laughs> and the man is kissing your wife. If you don't get your bitch ass in there and beat his ass, what is wrong with you? And then you all he had to do was open the door a little bit wider and he would have seen that this is a doll because the <laughs> all he had to do was look at the hand and the hand was was not moving. Can you imagine walking in on somebody kissing a doll? That's all he had to do. Instead, plot point. You got to run over and have sex for sex. Oh, it was dreadful. Liam is my least favorite character on any soap ever. I think the character is dumb. He is a waffler. He goes back for one thing, another He is not my favorite character. I had, I said, tweeted this this week. I said, instead of killing off Finn, that should have been Liam. Because if you want something with high stakes, yes, Finn is high stakes, but Liam was higher. I gotta and be I have nothing against Scott Clifton. I think Scott Clifton has done a bang up job with Liam Spencer. However, comma, I feel as though the time for this character has run out. 
And you know what? He um, would come back to GH as Dylan. You know, Scott is a fine actor. He would have landed. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, he's great. This don't have nothing. My comments don't have nothing to do with the actor. It's all about the character. Exactly. The and character he, is awful. Because my he's thing awful. is, there's one person I would wish that they would kill off. If Sheila, could, if he could have found in and tried to protect Steffi, and Sheila shot him in the head, and like twice to make sure that it stuck, I would have been okay with that. But I think they may be going a different way, and I'm like, people, fans are not gonna be happy. Ain't gonna say nothing about it. But yeah, because Chance, don't be saying I think they're gonna go a different way. <laughs> I think they might be. I don't know. I don't know nothing. You know, I, I, I you know, I really, I, I don't have no spoilers. I don't know nothing about nothing. So, but what I was saying is, is that to me, the character of Liam Spencer is dreadful. I dislike him more than I dislike Sage on The Young and the Wrestler. I, I think that after a certain time, this ping pong situation that they have, you know, it looks like it's settled now. But at some point, you've got to let it go. And like we watched, we just watched Bill talk about, oh, you're such a great dad. You're such a great person. No, he's not. He's dreadful. And I just, anyway, I just find him to be stupid and annoying. And I hate I'm going to be character. real with you, you know, and this has nothing to do with the actors because y'all B&B fans need to calm the fuck down and you need to start. Calm oh, down. Because B&B fans are the worst at it. Like, calm the fuck down. Um, my thing is, any of those Spencer men should have died. I am so, the Spencer men add nothing to the show anymore. They and don't I'm do anything. About, and I'm talking about the characters. The actors are great, but the characters of Bill Sr., I mean, Bill Jr., Wyatt and Liam don't add nothing to the show. Kill them all. Yeah. They could die tomorrow, and I promise you, they would not, people would cry for a week, and then we'll be over because, especially Wyatt, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I dislike, Liam was the first one that we saw. Well, was Liam? Well, think, I yeah, think, Liam was the first one that like we really about saw. Bill's children, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, he was the first one that was brought on as a tech geek. Um, yes. <laughs> I will, exactly. I will for always, I will always love Susan Fra or Stephanie's character for slapping the hell out of him twice. Oh, that I was always great. Love she did a <laughs> My favorite story though is Scott said Susan did a real slap because he said she could. And he said, like, his ears were ringing. Like, she knocked the shit out of that man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she, she didn't play. And, you know, I, I love that about, I feel like the character, because they killed us all with the, with the never-ending triangle of Steffi, Hope, and Liam. And, you know, the only other person that gets changed out is, you know, who's going to be the fourth, right? For a while, it was Wyatt, and then I forget who else has been in it. But, you know, even we're taking a look at the Ivy. character of Wyatt. Ivy, yeah. Yeah, Ivy I mean, was in it for a little while. Ivy, he thought the only way she could get Liam is by changing her hair to look more like Steffi and dropping her Australian accent. Oh, yeah. they. I, I, you know, they do that a lot on the show. They come bring somebody, come on with an accent, and then all of a sudden it's gone. The and fact like, that oh, it, okay. in, I think it was, that was like 2015 at the time, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was around about that time. 2015, we were literally having some of the most diverse television on other networks that weren't CBS. And Ivy literally says, I know what I'll have to do. I'll have to drop my accent. Mm -hmm. Like, are you kidding me? That's what you feel like you have to do to it's get- It's not the actress too. Oh my God, so hateful to the actress who 
by the way, Ashley Brewer is like an icon in Australian soaps with neighbors. Like people loved her over there. Um, yeah, she could act. You yeah, know. She, could, she was a great actress and I loved her because I was really sad when Kim Matula left. Um, and right Kim away- Kim Matula is hope, is yeah. hope to this day to my, that's she, the only she, hope I have knowledge. She quickly showed me like, oh no, Kim Matula ain't the only rom-com bitch up in here. Let, let me, you know, put down my Lee press odds. Like she was- Hey Kim Matula, I wish you come back. We love you. Kim, come on the show. <laughs> not me, I did not like Kim Matula's hope at all. Oh, I've heard Anika Noel because what? I actually watch Anika Noel. Kim Matula's hope, I just associate her with Thine is hot, the stress. Don't put anything in your pussy. Yay. Virginia is okay. But you know what? But you know what? Kim Matula's hope had more bite. You know, she, I would believe her when she went up against Steffi. I did. I felt, I felt that, that she did better in those scenes and versus a wet blanket. I, I just, um, I just love her for that. By the way, like, to me, nobody owns a part unless you're like Susan Lucci, Mel Scott, Jeannie Francis, like Hydra mm-hmm. Hall. Like to me, anybody besides those ladies can be recast. Um, well, and there's some legendary men like Eric Braden uh, at this point, Peter Bergman, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. my thing is Kim Matula always broke me. Like the first interaction that Kim Matula's Hope had with Deacon in Italy when I was still hooked on the Hope Liam Steffi triangle, when it was still good and watchable television. And she like breaks down in tears, like saying, I thought I would never talk to my father in my life. You know, you haven't been around and all of a sudden you show up here in Italy of all places. Like that was powerful stuff. And also after Hope had miscarried her child after Quinn pushed her down the concrete stairs, um, also with um, her running to Wyatt because Liam, she was tired of Liam and Steffi and Liam always having to not want to break the cycle of the triangle. And, you know, Liam was like, oh, we're still special. And she's like, no, we're not special. That was Kim Matula's fabulous. And to me, she should definitely have She got me when she broke into uh, when uh, or. Bill closed that door on her and she took <laughs> that back and bust out that damn window. He took and his like, what you say? Golf club. <laughs> yep. She said, bust out that window what? and came in that door. <laughs> I said, okay, we got a ball game. Now, that's what, that was the day that I fell in love with her. He took his 49er and just wham. <laughs> Whapped that door and came in and was like, what you say? I was like, okay, yep, yeah. she got it. She got it. But yeah, anyway. Number two, Liam Spencer. I'm sorry. I, I know there's a lot of Liam fans out there, um, but I, I don't think that many people want to see, you know, it's just, it's too much. If they were wanting to do really stakes of killing off somebody, it could have been Liam, in my opinion. I, I The character has, is it, he's very much like Kane Ashby on The Young and the Restless. He's been there too. He's overstayed his welcome, in my opinion. Overstayed, yeah. Um. Ugh, yeah, I don't like the character Liam. Love Scott Clifton though. Love Scott. Yeah, I love him. Don't have nothing to do with him. Don't talk on that stage. Well, yeah, don't you all? Yeah, you know what I mean, that's what they do. Like they'll they'll tag the actor and say, "Well, so and so said no. I didn't say nothing bad about Scott Clifton. He's because got the image to prove that that he can act." My point is, is that I am tired of the character of Liam Spencer. We've talked shit about people's characters, and we still get the interview. So back the hell off. So yep. 
<laughs> yep. Um, coming in at number two for me. Oh, it's somebody on Days of Our Lives. And that is the dumb, the dull, Austin motherfucking Reed. <laughs> He's like the champion category. He's so fucking dumb. So dumb. Oh my God. Let's start out with when Patrick Muldoon was still playing him. Um, because Austin was even dumb then. So Austin, when he first came on to make extra money for he and his sister, Billy, remember Alan, he was involved in the WrestleMania stuff and everything. And he had like all these bookies on him and everything. So his idea of being smart to run out these tough as nails guys to, you know, he had so much gambling debt. He was like, oh yeah, I'll fix the fights. I'll start fixing my boxing matches because that will fix my issue. It's like, Austin, you dumb as hell. And you know what? It took those guys two weeks to find out before they knocked on Billy's door and said, where the fuck is your brother? So strike one, strike two, nine years, I think we endured of Carrie, Austin, and Sammy. Lord Jesus in the morning, between virtual realities, between not knowing that Sammy raped you for months on end, even though it was so obvious, and everything in between, he was just so dumb. And even to this day, he's dumb, because I'm beyond Salem. Ron wrote that character true to his form, showing me that Austin Reed is still the dumbest in the room, and showing me also that the alleged homophobe uh, Austin Peck still can't act. So it was just the character of Austin Reed. James E. Riley liked his men very pretty and very dumb. And Austin Peck always acted like this. Oh my God, Sammy, stop going after Carrie. Ugh, I hated He's Austin. He's okay, Peck. man. He's yeah. pretty, but yeah. He's pretty, but yeah. I. Austin Reed will forever be the slowest baby in the room. And, you know, all those, all those nine years of the triangle, Austin Peck didn't know where he was at. He didn't, <laughs> baby, where are you at? Because he didn't know. Days of our lives, so. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't even have to wax poetic about Austin for very long because anytime somebody hears that name, they're like, yeah, that dumbass. Um, Anyway, Alan, let's go to you. Who is your number one and who is your honorable mention? At number one, I have Georgie General Hospital. Oh, Georgie. <laughs> no. You know why she's on the list, Casey. I know, but still, she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on the list because her dumb ass met up with a serial killer, thinking that she was like fucking Gail Weathers, and ended up getting strangled <laughs> to death. So, yeah, she, I love Georgie, but she's a dumbass for that. Not Gail Weathers. Yeah, she's all here as fucking Gail Weathers. Oh, I'm going to get the serial killer and Dago end up killing her ass. At least Emily didn't know she was dealing with serial killer. That breaks Poor my Emily. heart to this day, though. Just seeing Georgie yeah. all laid out on them steps and... Uh, oh. Well, she did it to herself. Texas would get serial killer. Poor Georgie alone. God, and she'd been dead for a hot minute. Didn't that wasn't that like 2007 or something? Yeah. 
It's like December 2007, I think. Yeah, because it was before it was developed until the rider strike, and it, like February 2008. Yeah. Oh, my Georgie. Poor, poor Georgie. Poor dumbass. Well, you, all, you all tweet him at Alan Sarappa, okay? <laughs> justice for Georgie. Just look, just like Tim Reed. Justice for Tim Reed and justice for Georgie. Um, Alan, who's your honorable mention, my dear? I didn't get honorable mentions. This is only three of us. We might as well go wild. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> okay, one of our mentions is Julian, Julian Crane Passions. Uh, this dumbass had sex with his son slash daughter. I didn't notice he, ha- he she had a penis. Wait, and what? Not what is happening? Was- and then his penis gets cut off and gets sewn on backwards. Yeah. Yeah. He impregnated his son slash daughter, Vincent Valerie. This you didn't notice that, that they had a penis. <laughs> I don't know what, how that could have happened. If we foggy style, or you know, either no or missionary, I don't know what position would they could have sex where you would not notice a penis. This is a special oh. pouch that Vincent Valerie had. I it's confounding. I'm 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 impressed that that actually got on air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Jason Rogers into incest. Lord have mercy. Who else you got? Okay, Stacey Morasco wants to live. Oh, Alan, you don't even need to say anything, dumb bitch. <laughs> She's obsessed with that bug-eyed Rex, and Rex didn't want her ass. She fucked a gay guy, got pregnant, then fell into the fucking ice like a dumbass. Survived that, then got surgery to look like her sister Gigi, and ended up dead from carbon oxygen poisoning in the basement, like a dumbass. Rotten house. Now she's literally, literally showed her in hell to find where want to live. So satisfying to see her ass burning in hell. And to remember when Clint showed up and she's like, honey, this is hell. You really think I'd be up in heaven? Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic when she appeared to Clint in the final week of the show. That was great. Um, Alan, did you say you had one more though? You said you had three, right? Uh, Gwen Days Our Lives. She has a similar problem with freaking Stacey Morasco, where she's fucking doing stupid shit. And, and now she's obsessed with being with Xander, who doesn't, who's only with her if Sarah doesn't have to get her memories back. Okay. So she's not asked to, she needs to die or go to prison. Other one, when rice checks. Um, She's, Ugh, she's God. Really stupid. Ron tried to create a cannibal heart. He invented the recipe and made a Stacey Morasco again. Yes, he did. He tried to also do um, a like male version of Kindle, kind of, with uh, Levi Dunkelman on GH, and that ended up being a stupid-ass character. Ron, my note to you, baby. Stop trying to create kids that we did never know exist that turn into adults who are vengeful because you suck at it every time. So that's all I'm saying. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> oh, Chaz, please don't you be doing that like you ain't been on this podcast the whole time. Oh, no, I, yeah, you know, I, I have to call people out when they do stupid shit. And this is a special general hospital are dumb right now, too, because they're buying SB's bullshit. And then Carmen gets them big time. Oh, jeez. Um, because Nicholas fucking was willing to choose his wife over a son, and now. He's willing to choose the bitch's son as fucking over his wife. I will say during that question of the week, 
about 95% of our listeners listed Nicholas Cassidy. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so true. He's always been stupid over a woman. Always. There is no difference between Nicholas Cassidy and Nicholas Newman. None at all. They are both go crazy from some kid of chowder. Oh. Well, at least Nicholas <laughs> Cassidy was stupid enough to give up his money like Nick did. That's true, yeah. Um, but that's the only reason to put Nick on a stupid list because he gave up that $500 million. Oh, I hated that too. Um, Chaz, who is your number one and who is your honorable mention? Well, we're going back to the bold and the beautiful. I so feel so bad because um, most of the people are from bold and beautiful. Um, I have to go back to the bold and beautiful to the man who lost his life over nothing. And this is Vinny. I can't remember his last name. <laughs> I don't think but, he had a last name, did he? I, yeah, he, he came out of nowhere because he was supposed to be some childhood friend of Thomas that we had never heard of. But <laughs> exactly. Vinny doing what he did, switch, he switched some test results or something, and then eventually walking in front of a car <laughs> and losing his life because of his friendship, quote unquote, with Thomas was just fucking stupid. Like this whole character's existence, other than to bring drugs <laughs> on to for people, in my opinion, was dumb. Like nothing made sense about this character to me. Everything he did was stupid and failed. And he eventually lost his life by walking in front of a car. It's just like, <laughs> I, I just thought, when I thought I had a problem, if I had a problem between one and two, and I was like, Liam was number one, but then I thought Liam's still alive because he didn't walk his ass in front of a car. Then he is dead and gone because of some some convoluted story that he made up or whatever. And I, I just thought it was stupid. And I never could quite understand what his sole purpose of existence was. But Tom Slade. Uh, yeah, to like I want I don't know no friends that do stuff like that. You know, it's just, I just did it for you, bro. And well, I know I think, that, like, you know, uh, you know, Miranda would have done that for Carrie, but Miranda wouldn't have killed herself, you know, by throwing herself in front of Aiden's moving van, you know? Like, you know what? One thing I can, that sticks out to my mind is that dumb fight scene in the lab that they had when the COVID was, was, was time. Oh, Jesus. And... <laughs> It was directed so poorly that you saw Thomas swing and then five seconds later they cut to Vinny on the ground <laughs> looking up at the camera. And then he go, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. <laughs> and that actor, so look, I'm sorry, we don't usually go after actors. That actor was terrible. 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 They had to get rid of him because he was awful. But uh, he literally used to talk existence. like Kermit the Frog. He'd be like, Thomas, I did this all for you. <laughs> right. And like he, every word that he said would go up, like he was asking a question, like, oh, I'm going out to the mall today. I'm like, not <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, it was terrible. Like his soul existence was oh. ridiculous to me. Anyway, that's my number one pick was Benny from the Bone okay, Beautiful. So I have I have a I have two a couple honorable mentions. Oh my lord, I she just have one. I should have come with more. She just got on this list this week. 
Taylor Dam Forrester. Oh, Forrester. not my Taylor Hayes. Oh, yes, she got on this today. Number one, you always saying that. Oh, me and Rich, me and Rich gonna be together. I love Rich. And like that. First of all, let me just say that. I want them to figure out, go back to the 90s and figure out who Taylor Hayes is and get the characterization correct, okay? It's this, they don't know who they want her to be anymore. Well, you know what I because... would like them to go back and realize? I would like them to go back and realize that Steffi named her baby after Taylor's abusive husband who <laughs> yeah, that was Hill Ridge three times because Taylor's OG maiden name is not Hayes, it's Hamilton. Yep, you're absolutely right. Um, but no, I, I put her on the list as a stupid character because she will, she, Brooke and Ridge are always going to be a thing, period. But she always thinks that she got a chance. And she got on the list this week for this particular reason. We had for weeks of her talking about, well, Sheila can change. She's my friend. And we're, you know, we can really work through it. And she can do just about anything as a psychiatrist, quote unquote. <laughs> All of that information means nothing to me when you shoot my ass. I don't care if I am a psychiatrist. I don't give a damn about that. I got kids too. I want to see my kids. Well, they like you shoot me. That goes out the window. Finally, questioned her, you know, about that this past week. Rich is like, "Why have you been doing this for months on end? What is wrong with you?" Exactly. It's just like it made no sense. But now your your dead, now your uh wife is dead, or or not uh your not nah. your wife, but your son-in-law, your, your son-in-law, son-in-law dead, and your 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 daughter is in the hospital because of the, the very lady that you're trying to give a second chance to. Ridiculous, you're stupid. Um and because Phil, okay, so we see real quick side note. YNR has been the most out of character soap for the past three years with Josh. Phyllis mm-hmm. is already acting more in character about Diane than mm-hmm. Taylor is acting more in character about Sheila. And to be quite honest with you, I think Sheila did more terrible things to Taylor than Diane did to Phyllis, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. didn't Sheila threaten to scalp Thomas as a baby? She or did. Yeah. She did. She cut off. She. This is what I remember the scene like oh, it was yesterday. Yeah. She was arguing with Steffi and or not Stephanie. <laughs> and she went in and it's like she threatened Thomas. And then the very next day, she got a lock of Thomas's hair in the mail because she had cut some of that hair, but yeah. she threatened to kill him. That's why I didn't understand why she why why Thomas would try to keep a secret with Sheila. I'm like, she tried to kill you, almost killed your ass when you was a baby. Why are you talking to this lady? It's this those this side note. It's the ignoring of history on the bold and beautiful that drives me insane. I don't understand why you have such a rich history of things that have happened and that you don't play and that you try to make your current, um, you have a storyline currently and that you try to make us forget about all the shit that's happened before. It makes no sense that Thomas would try to be um, keeping anything with Sheila. That's stupid. She shot and killed, well, at the time, shot and killed your mama. She tried to kill you when you was a baby. When I saw this lady, I would be, it's on sight every time I saw her. Yes. You know, it's just weird. Sorry. Anyway, that, no, was, that was my, right, uh, 
It's every time I saw her, if after you shoot one of my family members, you think I'm going to be okay with you and keep it secret? Hell no. I'm going to try to kill your ass every time I saw her. I don't even care. Look, I don't even care if the secret is that you prefer new Coke over Diet Coke. I'm still shouting out from the motherfucking root. I'm telling everybody on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever I could get in YouTube videos, yeah, whatever. Like, 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 Kayla, like, let me hop into Liam's DMs on Insta, <laughs> tell him what's up, add it to my story, to have a Twitter space about it. I'll be on the phone like, Lauren, you don't know me. I'm a, uh, uh, what's the name in the Kenda, uh, Rizinum. Yeah, you know Sheila is alive and she's sitting here. You know, you need to come do something about it. You know what I'm saying? But he said, we're trying to keep secrets. That's so damn stupid. Your hatred for Sheila should trump any hatred that you have for Brooke. Period. When you try to kill, period. And like, that's the thing that annoys me the most with the bold and the beautiful is that they don't take a look at the history that some of your longtime viewers know. And this shit is on YouTube. We know this stuff has happened. But then you make these stories about, oh, she's changed. She's changed. She ain't nothing gonna change. Sheila, she crazy. Here so, Anyway, but no, my other two um, uh, stupid people is <laughs> that girl Tara. That girl Tara from oh, the Oh, Tara. Yeah, Tara Long. She was Napkin. dumb. Like when she tried to, yeah, she tried to steal money from and didn't think nobody was gonna catch her. She just, ugh, no. And I think that was it. I couldn't really think of anybody else that I was like, oh, you're dumb. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, I did. Flow. Flow. Oh, Flow on the Bold and Beautiful. Ugh. I, I don't know if I just think she's stupid or if I just don't like the character. I think it's more so she I both. just don't like the character. She <laughs> she's just, just I, I, I'm, I'm happy that they're on hiatus right now from them because if we had to take another moment of them. <laughs> Oh, and I just thought of one, Dr. Peloton. <laughs> she was stupid too. Let's hit her in the head and put her in the corner. She'd be fine. Oh, Dr. Escobar. Anyway. <laughs> was it Dr. I called it Dr. Peloton. No, Dr. Dr. Escobar. From B&B, right? With Sally and Flo. Yeah, that was yep. Dr. Escobar. Yeah. Who I loved. Yeah. I, Dr. Escobar was my girl. She said, I don't have time for this shit. I'm getting <laughs> No. Yeah, and yeah she wanted like to be nasty, so she got involved in a scam. Yeah, I didn't I like how they made. Star. They definitely tried to make. I didn't like how Sally left the Bold and Beautiful. I I think that they didn't know what to do with her, and um, I they tried to make her stupid, and she's not that person. So I think it it, just because she is. I think it definitely set up for good crossover with Wynar, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't like the way she left. But it set up for a good potential, you know, crossover. Crossover, yeah, Sorry, yeah, especially she had. One thing, Sally, the original Sally Spectre was, was not, was she was not stupid. Um, you know, and so, like, if she was supposed to be anything like that character, I don't like the way that they kind of left her. But anyways, those are all my uh, honorable mentions. Those are good ones. Um, yeah. Coming in at number one for me is the one, the only, Ridge oh Forrester. From the bold. Oh, wait, which version of Ridge? The original both, one or the both? New? Because oh, both oh, are yeah. dumbasses. The character. <laughs> he is a dumbass, yeah. Yeah, he so, is kind first, of Starting out with Ridge's very origin storyline of he already know Papa Spencer did not like him. 
and that he was not going to let Ridge marry his funky ass Caroline. And Ridge is like, no, I'm going to prove them wrong, Caroline. I'm going to love you and I'm going to feed <laughs> you and I'm going to have sex with you. And what does he do? What is this Ridge boy? Nice, nice <laughs> Nine episodes, exactly nine episodes into the show, he sleeps with another woman and gets caught because Bill Sr. hired a private investigator to tail him and caught pictures of him. Nine episodes. Made Caroline go crazy and go off to parts unknown in, you know, a bad part of California. Um, So his origin story, he's dumb as hell. And then just like, you know, the back and the forth between Ridge, Taylor, and Brooke, and Brooke, Taylor, Ridge, and Ridge, Brooke, Taylor, and, you know, that back and forth, it was really him not making up his mind, because sometimes those women were actually done with him, and, like, Mm -hmm. swore him off for good. Um, Another time was when Ridge thought he could woo Brooke again to have her sign the patent for belief over to Forrester Creations. Oh, yeah. And he thought it would take one night of passion and romance. And one of my favorite takedowns of Ridge ever is when Brooke is in that red power suit with her hair up, all swept to the side. And she rips that contract up in Ridge's face. And she says, did you really think I would fall for this? So to hell with you and all you freaking people. And, and was a, in my opinion, the greatest single greatest storyline on the Bold and Beautiful ever um, was when Brooke took over control of Forrester Creations yeah. for a decade. Let it be known. Yeah. Um, yep. And then another stupid point was when they were trying to get Forrester Creations back from Brooke when she was on medical leave because she was pregnant with Hope at the time, but nobody knew that. Um, and Ridge decides because he's married to Taylor, who was still very much a psychiatrist at that point in 2002, that, oh, I'm going to get my doctor wife who has never stepped foot in a boardroom except to bring me a sandwich from insomnia. I'm going to give her shares to the company and she's going to have a seat on the board. (laughs) Taylor literally said to Ridge, she said, I'm a doctor. I don't know how these things work. And Ridge was like, you'll be fine, doc. Just follow my lead. Ugh, he's so fucking stupid. He's just so stupid. <laughs> I can't. It doesn't make any more sense than, than Nate being in charge of a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar company as a surgeon. That has nothing to do with it. He's not even practicing medicine. That is nothing. No, it's so ridiculous. I'm like, oh, are you know, many doctors, some of them are very financially illiterate, so they're dumb with money. Yeah, exactly. They know they know how to do their 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 craft, but you know they got to learn a little bit more also, about the business side. Let's not forget one of the most offensive stories in B and B history is when Brooke was with Nick. And Ridge thought he could have sex with an unconscious Brooke and that she wouldn't mind when she woke up the next morning and that they would get back together. So he raped Brooke under the auspice that she would wake up the next morning and dump his brother, Nick. The character, you know. is, the character is so offensive. I hate the character. Honestly, you know what? I would have killed off Ridge for this 35th anniversary extravaganza. Because Ridge is a game changer. 
Yeah. To be honest with you, I wouldn't have minded that. I wouldn't have minded that only because Ridge has not worked in this new iteration of Ridge. Not at all. Um, it has not worked. He, he hasn't. I, <laughs> I think that Thorsten K is miscast in this role. The only time um, I've said this before was when he was <laughs> junior. And even that was mm-hmm. key, but he and Lindsay Godfrey had so much great chemistry. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time he's worked for me. And like I said, that was skeevy because you were a baby. I would have preferred him as a new character. They could have brought him on as a new character. He could have been, um, I would have been fine if he would have been Dave Reed, um, mm-hmm. you know, Brooks' first love. Um, he could have been anybody. Or, you know, even if you didn't, he could have been Rocco Carner. Um mm-hmm. He could have been anybody, but not Ridge. Ridge should have went to like a Peter Reckle or, you know, I got to be honest with you. Ridge shouldn't have been recast, point blank, period. Um, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have recast Stephanie Forrester because of such an, it's an iconic role. And I'm like, my God, Susan Flannery, who's going to come after that? You know, but I, I agree with you for the purpose of the show. It, it, once they saw it was not working, and you had to have seen it within the first couple of months. You could have, it should have stopped then because it's gone on so long that I've never seen him as Ridge. And, you know, I'm okay with recasts of people. You know, I've always believed that certain people don't, nobody owns an actual role unless you've been there forever. But it's, it's been difficult. Which and I was. think you're right. You know, he had done 25 years of the show at that point. Yeah. I think like Ron Moss's final episode count was like 4,163 or something. Like, mm-hmm. and at that point, the show had only done like 6,000 episodes. So it's like he was yeah. there. Forever. Um, and the other person who had played him was Lane Davies for like one week. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like that role shouldn't have been recast. But you know, with the 35th anniversary, they should have killed off Ridge and they should have brought back Thorne and Felicia full-time. Kristen could have been there for the funeral. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they could have brought back Thorne and Felicia full-time. I would have made Felicia the CEO. Thorne could have, um, you know, done his own design company like in the name of Darla and Allie. Um, that could have really reset the show. Um he could have lured Sally Spectra back to L.A. Um, I would love to see Rick come back. Yeah. Rick, I would love to see Rick come back. It's like he's missing Rick in that show to me. Like, and I hate saying that because like, I hate saying it in the name of the character only that I, even though he was stupid, that was still a great character for many, many years um, because mm-hmm. I was a huge Taylor and Ridge fan. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I just uh, and poor Sarah Buxton, Lord, he and Sarah Buxton in scenes they used to chew the scenery out of the sky and spit it back out because <laughs> she would be like, Rich, what are you doing here? And he'd be like, Morgan, I'm done with you. Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno, we um. don't talk about Morgan. <laughs> No, but you know, there is many. um, I forgot I was gonna say. Yeah, I agree with you. You're right. (laughs) 
Um, no, I, I, um, I only have one because I didn't realize y'all were going to come with 5011 honorable mentions. Uh, but my one honorable mention goes to Summer Ann Newman, Pina Addlebrain Summer. Honey, you dumb. <laughs> Austin! 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 Oh, Lord, and remember, look. You know it's an issue when Melissa Ordway was your stronger actress in them scenes because in front of Abby about that affair, she was like, Abby, how could you? I was like, oh, Lord, honey, pull back. And you know, Hunter King had a throat cold during the months. And I was like, baby, take you some, take you some NyQuil and go take a nap real quick. And then of like- Of course she's a better actress now. Oh, yeah, she's a fat, look. Hunter King is a fabulous leading lady now with Michael Miller. Yeah, she's good now. I really hate that we're not going to have her there. Um, and I actually kind of was very upset when they let her go because they wouldn't give her one out, even though she is a very booked and busy primetime actress. Um, but anyway, I, so, I, I doubt if she come back to that show. I, I, I really never. doubt. And you know yeah, what? Good. I on don't you think she will because I can see Hunter King in a year having her own hulu drama um mm-hmm. so pop off sis um she can act you know she she's learned to grow into her acting. also she, i just i couldn't she passed that. up some people on that show too because she had people that came up with her that still can't act but whatever oh, ain't that the truth um every time she would be like when she slept with billy that was stupid that was a new low i'm like summer you're such an idiot um just and the whole Austin murder mystery. She was like, remember when it came out that Finmore drug them? And mm-hmm. her reaction was this. She was like, seriously? Then? Seriously? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, girl, you dumb as hell. First of all, how you how did you not know it was him? Because you were all at that cabin and it took you two more weeks to figure out it was him. And they were all like, Finn why didn't you pass out? Why don't you have a bum on your head? Do you know who drugged us? Really? You didn't know it was him? Really? <laughs> they really tried to recreate that younger set from the jo- Globe by Jabot kids in the Globe by Jabot house. And they were trying work. to do how to get away with murder. <laughs> Is what they were trying yeah to. and it didn't you can't do that with this show you, if you're gonna do that you gotta have a caliber how to get away with murder writers yeah. and y'all did not have that at that time and you know what you so. also have to have actors too because yeah yeah even though yeah, it's so weird true. even though all of those people well some of those people grew into good actors like in the end it took them quite a while honey some of them people didn't know where they were, especially Australian Kyle. <laughs> he was like, maybe Austin was eaten by a dingo. You know, the dingo ate your husband. Um, I was just... You know, yeah. this is a bad habit of casting Australians as Americans with the apps that always slips. It's oh, yeah, Colleen. Colleen. Yeah, Colleen. Oh, fucking Colleen. I miss Colleen, though. Um, Tamman, wasn't that Tamman... Uh, Colleen, right? She was the Australian. Tamman Sursak. Yeah, Tamman Sursak. Anyway. I don't even know that. that. (laughs) So yeah, Summer was kind of like my one honorable mention. Um, Alrighty, so anyway, yeah, that's top five most idiotic soap characters. We hope you enjoyed. You guys listed some 
great stuff in our chat question of the week. Keep them coming because your guys' responses are great. Like I said, about 98% of you put down Nicholas Cassidy. Um, so I totally agree with you. Um, anyway, in the meantime, Alan, where can they find you on the tweeter? If I ask Robert. Wonderful. Chaz, what about you, my dear? I am at Mr. Tube Talk. Wonderful. You can find me at KCS Hutch. You can find our show on Twitter at the chat underscore podcast. And you can also find us on the face of the book at the chat show podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you.